Hello and welcome and happy holidays and Merry Christmas to everybody. And welcome to episode 48, Giovanni Smith, Dustin and Connor. This is this is a giddy time of year. It's uh it's holiday season. We're uh, a yeah. few days away from Christmas and uh how are you boys feeling? I'm good. I'm I'm glad you remembered, Tyler. That's uh very proud of you. <laughs> yeah, you know, t- top of mind always. <laughs> yep, nice, nice. Always on type of stuff. Always on top of stuff. <laughs> you know um, it. No, but I'm good. I'm good. Like you said, it it is a, a fun time of year. It snowed. There was some snow on the ground for a couple of days, and now I think it warmed up a little bit over by me anyway. So there's none over over in GR. Max really? and I are going. We're going uh, mountain biking tonight too, and there's oh, nothing nice. on the ground. Yeah, no, it just it, last night there was. This morning there was not. So um, hopefully, hopefully we get some more snow. I always like it when it's uh, you know we get a good snowfall for Christmas and go from there. But no, it's good. How you how you guys been, Dustin? What about you? What's going on? Doing well. I still have some snow over here, Connor. Yeah, um, okay. But I live right next to Lake Erie, so if you can imagine, get that lake effect. Uh, got Nicole's car tented in detail yesterday. So, oh, what kind of car? Uh, Chevy Equinox. Nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, funny enough, though, my uncle was taking me to go pick it up, and he smoked a deer <laughs> right in the middle of his car. I was like, oh, man. Oh, jeez. That is not Yeah, good. but surprisingly, he didn't total his car, didn't hurt his radiator, and he still had all of his lights. Well. Well, there you go. Yeah. yeah so I mean, you can get a positive side. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Damn. But yeah, but yeah holiday season's going well. Tyler. Oh, it's it's great. It's great. Um, Is I, it your brother's in town. Yeah, he he just got to Grand Rapids uh, yesterday. Uh, you know, having two big dogs and a little house is always fun. Um, oh, I'm sure. They're just knocking stuff over and. Uh, his dog Rocco is, I thought, I thought that my dog was big and she's 80 pounds and Rocco is probably about 120. Oh, wow. So <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's a big fella. And when, uh, Jetta, Jetta still kind of owns him, but when Rocco wants to play and Jetta doesn't, I've never seen such a big dog, like be like, damn, okay, bitch. <laughs> my God, <laughs> relax. Yeah. Geez. A simple no would suffice. <laughs> Yeah. But, um, so it's, it's, it's good though. Um, it's always good to have, have the brother in town and, um, he are just, bought- just, are you guys just hanging out with family for like, what's your, your guys' plans and, and sorry to cut you off Tyler, but you just reminded me with Max coming into town is, uh, is that pretty much what the, what everybody's doing for the holidays? Yeah. Um, well, so Max is going to be taking off, uh, on Sunday, uh, to head back to my parents' house and then, um, then I get to see him, uh, the day before it, it's, uh, the night of the 23rd. So, um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's going to be good. Spend a little bit of time with family and man, it's going to be nonstop though, going for my parents, the in-laws and back and forth. So that, that, whole was, deal. that was probably the best part about, like I mentioned on here before, like we did Christmas early with my side, but um, so I've been in the, the holiday spirit for a while now. So, uh, just to let you guys know, um, no, but it, that was probably the best part about doing it early is just not worrying about going back and forth and spending the, the right amount of time on each side and missing out on gifts versus dinner and on one side versus the other. It's just, that part's always a hassle. I think every person in a relationship has to deal with that pretty much for the most part. So that part yeah. was a, was definitely a positive on my side, but Dustin, what's up with uh, what's up with you? What are your plans? 
My plans are luckily enough staying at my house. So yeah, I, we we usually go to uh, Nicole's aunt's house for Christmas, but we're going to start our own little tradition and do something ourselves. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I feel like at some point either got to start doing that or you're just like you said, Connor, you're going to be running around all the time trying to figure it out. But I kind of like how you broke it up a little bit earlier, made it a little easier to go see everyone's family. Yeah. And- for sure. I mean, I think next year I'll probably go back to the stressful, stressful part with uh, hopefully COVID being under control, knock on wood. Um, but, you know, like you mentioned, Dustin too, and Tyler, like you, all these families, our, our families are growing and you know, my brother oh, yeah. have, have kids and um, my wife, her side of the family, there's a bunch of nieces and nephews as well. So it's just, they get bigger and bigger. So you kind of have to, it just gets more, more and more difficult every year to try to work around that. 100%. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Dustin, do, do you have an update on on Swanson for us? How's he doing? He's still lethargic, man. Yeah, I gotta call. I'm I'm calling the vet on Monday. <clears throat> so hopefully, I mean, he's he's like I don't know. He's not his usual self. Usually, he'd be sitting right next to me in my in his chair, but he's sleeping on the wing sauce blanket right now. <laughs> well, it's it's just that comfortable. It's yeah, it's it's a good blanket. So it is. Good it is blanket. a very nice blanket. I you know I can't I can't blame him. No. But, <clears throat> yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, he gets back to normal. Um, he's been eating that, yeah. right? But 100%. in uh, I don't know if there's anything else we want to talk about prior to jumping into some hockey. But we we have some hockey news. So we have some good news too, right? I mean, yeah. some good this, stuff. I don't know, Dustin. I yeah. think you you uh, you posted it on the story about yeah. the the start date. Do you want to do a, a quick run through? We can talk about divisions and stuff like that, which I think we already did previously. But as far as start date and uh, when people are teams are reporting and all that stuff, I think you have that right. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, the 2021 season is finally confirmed between the NHL and the NHL Players Association. It's going to start on the 13th of January. Um, For the seven teams that didn't make the playoffs, they'll be starting December 31st, and the other remaining teams will be starting January 3rd. So It's exciting. It is uh, fun because we're talking about we're talking about Christmas for the first couple minutes going through what our plans are, which is everybody knows that's the 25th. If you guys didn't know that. Um, and, and, and on that world junior starts that day. Well, yeah, that junior starts that day. I'm just talking about how close we are to training camp starting oh. for seven teams and then yes. how quickly January 13th is going to roll on. Like we're a couple weeks away from watching me- meaningful hockey. Exactly. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <clears throat> that's my point though. We got world juniors from the 25th until the third, I think. And so we almost have nonstop hockey, the fifth. Thank you, Tyler. Yeah. We almost have nonstop hockey until the, the season starts. Yeah. And we haven't had hockey in a while. No, for sure. Especially here in Detroit, but <laughs> well, well, no, it's so true. <laughs> Has um, anyone heard on the AHL season? Just not to, not to go off topic real quick, but no, I have, I, I have not heard one thing. Yeah, okay. I, ha- I, I haven't either. heard. I haven't heard that, but I did hear. I don't know if you had this as well, Dustin. If we wanted to get into the weeds a little bit, but the I think the rosters are expanding um, of what we ca- currently have uh, in the NHL, and we're, and we're going to have uh, like a taxi a taxi squad for the NHL teams where we'll be playing paying like four to six players. I don't have the exact number, but they'll be getting AHL contract, um, whatever that contract states. I'm not exactly sure what it will be, but uh, I, I think the the teams are expanding in the NHL, and I don't know if they're pulling team or players from their their AHL and what they have going behind the scenes, but something's going on there. So my speculation on that, Connor, is that we saw a couple ECHL teams go ahead and you know tap out yeah, and say we're not yeah. going to have a season just due to the fact that they don't have gates, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, 
I'm hoping that's the reason that the ECHL, we're not going to have as many teams. So we're going to pull those players up to the AHL, um, which will allow more AHL players to be in the NHL. Mm-hmm. That's if they have a season. And I'm just speculating because I enjoy going to Grand Rapids and watch a little hockey over there. So For sure. And, and specifically for the Red Wings, maybe even more than other teams. But it would be beneficial to have an AHL season because oh. we need to watch them. And and I guess I'm kind of talking myself out. It, does, it doesn't really matter because it looks like even right now that a lot of these players are going overseas and playing good hockey. But, I mean, the AHL is just, it's still top tier and you want them, you want them here playing, but uh, it'd be nice to have the farm system here where mm-hmm. we can pull guys up and bring them down as we need. So yeah, it'll be interesting Absolutely. to see there. I mean, and, and on that Tyler sent that video of Mo Sider wrecking yeah. the kid over in Sweden. So oh my yeah, he's God. Like the team and hits right now, man, he, he's, uh, he's I'm excited. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see him translate into the NHL, right? We've seen him at those higher calibers in the SHL, the German league. Um, so I can't wait to see what he does. Guys, you, you know what I like the most about just about Mo Sider in general is that he's coming into his own where, you know, no one is comparing him to past Red Wing defensemen. You know what I mean? That like that I feel like every writer and every every news analyst or sports analyst for for Detroit sports has to it, it's it's like a it's like a like a twitch. They they have to compare a player to a previous player. It's like you don't have to do that. They they are allowed to be their own, right? And so that's what's happening with Mo Sider. Yeah. And I'm I'm loving it. No, I agree. I, I agree. Yeah. And, and especially because he's he's uh he's gaining that confidence where even if he was compared to somebody else coming in, he's already has been identified as his own player for himself. Like mentally, he he knows what he can do. He knows he's playing at a high level. It's not some, and I don't want to say bad because, you know, playing in the OHL or major junior or like NCAA or anything like that, that's obviously really good competition, but he's playing other professional athletes. And even if it's not as good as the NHL, which it's not being a professional is, is tough to do. And that's a job of itself. So going over there, being a professional, I think it's all good. It's all good for his development. He's super young still, and he's developing great, it looks like. You know what? I, I would say that he's definitely building uh, one hell of a resume. For sure. And, oh, and, yeah. and speaking of that, um, obviously we know that uh, that rolling into the new year, a lot of people are going to be looking for new jobs. And if you guys want honesty in your job search, the Resume Rescue is the company for you. They are a career services company dedicated to helping all professionals find work from resume reviews, interview preparation, LinkedIn one-on-ones, business branding, and more. They have it all. And you guys can call for a free consultation at 248-206-5630 or visit theresumerescue.com. Angel's your person to talk to. Ooh, like that. Like that. <laughs> that was clean. <laughs> no, but we uh we haven't brought up the uh the interview yet, have we? It's been twelve minutes. Not. So this is a little earlier than when we typically bring it in. I feel like we forget every time, but I guess we're only twelve minutes in. <laughs> I know. Well the the thing is we, we always say that man, we haven't we haven't mentioned it, but people click on the episode, they know who we have, but it's good to always talk about the person first. So you're you're right. Before we get way too ahead of ourselves, let's Let's talk about who we have on. Tommy Apap, the captain of Michigan State hockey team. And um, 
man, he was, I, it was, it was crazy. First of all, guys, I didn't even know. Um, I mean, obviously the last name APAP is not a common last name. And so I had to throw it out there since I've played with his cousin apparently, but uh, yeah. What, what, what did you guys think of the, uh, of the interview or would you rather save that till later? I mean, we, we could save it, but just to what you were just saying, the hockey world is small. I feel like if you get a last name, as long as it's not super common, Chances like are you probably yeah yeah right. <laughs> Chances are you probably played with them or, or know a cousin or a brother or something like that or a sister. But he uh, <laughs> that is a very small world. I was not expecting that when we started the interview. I had no idea, and then you brought that up, Tyler. So it was it's fun. He had some great stories, and uh, yeah, we don't have to talk about it right now. We can kick it over to there. But Dustin, I don't know if you want anything to add. No, not at all. Let's just kick it over. Yep. You know what time it is. Our next guest spent a junior career, one year in the NAHL and two years in the USHL. And right now he's in his fourth and final year with Michigan State, where he's actually named captain. So please welcome to the Wing Sauce podcast, Tommy Apap. How's it going, man? Thank you for joining us. Uh, everything's going well. Thank you for having me on, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And so, uh, you, as you mentioned before, you're, you're, you're right in the middle of uh, finals week, but you only have one left. So this, yeah. this is a nice little break for you. Yeah, but, this is good. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to ask you, so you grew up in Bloomfield Hills, and I know that APAP is not a super common last name. Mm-hmm. Um, I played on the Orchard Lake Pirates with Jack APAP, who was, yep. uh, and that team was coached by John. So relatives yep. of yours? Jack is my cousin. He's a couple years older than me. and. John is my uncle, and yeah, he played hockey. He actually he went to Brother Ice for a year after that, but then uh, finished up at Seaholm, and he stopped playing hockey um, after Orchard Lake, actually. But yeah, he is my cousin, and yeah, we're very close. He's an awesome guy. Gotcha. Yeah, I I I only played one spring with with uh, with Jack, and then my dad was the assistant coach. John ended up leaving. Um, leaving the pirates or something like that. And then my dad ended up being head coach. So it was kind of a okay. weird transition, but yeah. So he coached with, he coached with John. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for, nice. for, for like just the spring season. That's awesome. So That's yeah. Really cool. yeah. How was How was your squad at Orchard Lake? How are the pirates? Um, I mean, It was my first season uh, with the pirates and I, we were kind of, you know, 500, mm-hmm. but we, we were invited over to, uh, I think it was, uh, John's house and we had a blast yeah it was, it was a ton of fun yeah but. they're just a fun they're a fun family we're gonna, I'm excited to see them over Christmas set it's been a minute but yeah they're, yeah. they're the best absolutely that's and, awesome that you play with him though I love that yeah I don't know if you'd remember me because like I said it was uh it was just a just a spring but um Andy was mostly on the bench so <laughs> false <laughs> I'll, I'll, but, ask uh, I'll ask him over Christmas. Yeah, for sure. text, report back, Tommy. Let us know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, please do. <laughs> will for sure. But uh, and then we we know that you played high school at U of D, right? Yep, four years. Very nice, very nice. So, did you guys beat up on St. Mary's when you were there in the Catholic um, League, or what? I actually. So you guys are friends with Scars and and Cody Myon, right? Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they so. Um, I forget what year it was. I think it was my sophomore. It was my junior. We played. We played St. Mary's in the uh, in the um, Trenton Showcase, and Scars was 
No, it must have been our senior year, actually, then. But Scars was the captain of that team, one of the captains, at least, and they just they rocked us in that tournament. That was that was tough. <laughs> we did not beat up on them that year. Um, they they kind of had our number for most of uh, high school, which was, which was a bummer. You always want to beat, like, St. Mary's, Orchard Lake, or St. Mary's, CC, Brother Ice. But, um, no, they had a good squad. They had a lot of good players, especially um, – our senior year, they were really good. Oh yeah, yeah. It's um, I mean, the Catholic league rivalries are always fun. It's yeah. um, no matter who you play, there isn't there isn't one team that's kind of like, oh shit, we have to play these guys. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just deep. Uh, Catholic's still, I think it's still deep, but yeah, um, I know when I was there, it was every every game was a fun one. It was it was almost like you had multiple rivals. So that was that was a blast playing those teams. Yeah. Yeah, and Connor actually was the captain of uh, of St. Mary's for oh, really? uh, his senior year. Uh, what yeah. year were you, Connor? I, I graduated in, in 11. So I was okay. uh, I was a senior as Cody and Scars came in. Yeah, so um, I came in I came in there year to U of D. So, yeah, you would have been um, – I was actually JV, so I probably, I didn't even play you then. <laughs> oh, got it, got it, yeah. Yeah, so I didn't even play you when you were senior. But, um, oh, that's sweet, though. That's awesome. Not too bad. They had to deal with me, so <laughs> could be better. Call, you you through the ropes. You show them the ropes. Oh yeah, obviously you got to. That's yeah. that's why that's why Scars was able to lead the team so well. Yeah. <laughs> Connor, uh, Connor smacked Cody around a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, you had to rough those guys up. I bet. Oh yeah, you have to. I mean, you gotta you gotta get in their head. They got mm-hmm. Cody. You know, he's got a big head. He's confident, which is good. But you yeah, gotta, then, gotta get there early. Yeah, he does. And then Scars is always yapping. He's always <laughs> always talking to somebody. So well, I just learned you have to tune him out, and mm-hmm. then then you just can't listen to him anymore. And it, and, and normally it goes a lot better. Yeah, <laughs> that's, what, that's what that's what everybody seems to have to do. <laughs> no, it's, I love Scars. He's an unbelievable guy. Unbelievable teammate too. For sure, for sure. So I, I gotta ask. So after, obviously, we we just talked there at at, uh, at U of D. So where were you going after that? Did you like? There's so many different leagues around. Um, yeah, in the summer times and stuff like that. Were you playing in any of the like the MDHLs or any of like the high school? Uh, yeah, like top tier leagues. Yeah, I was playing MDHL for a couple years. I actually went with um, a few guys. Like uh, I forget what the tournament was called, but. Since our fall, like as you guys know, um, high school hockey doesn't start till a little later, like after AAA and and all that starts. So in MDHL, we did a fall league tournament. We went to Minnesota and um, we like won that tournament when I was a junior. Um, we we beat Shattuck, so that was cool. To like that was my first time where there's scouts really anywhere, and I didn't even get talked to after that or anything by any junior leagues or um anything like that but uh we ended up like the trend showcase that's that's also a fun thing to play in but I didn't really get talked to by any junior teams until um after my senior year at the showcase uh I had I was lucky I got I had a lot of good teammates actually at UV and um we had a good team that year my senior season and um yeah I ended up getting talked to after that and I got drafted to Wichita Falls, so I ended up going there in the Nall in uh, in Texas, and um, so I didn't I didn't even know until until then until I got contacted. I wasn't sure if I was going to keep playing, so I, I did get pretty lucky that they ended up drafting me and I made their team. 
For sure. Yeah. I feel like in high school, especially you're either getting talked to when you're a sophomore and you're getting drafted into the, into you, mm-hmm. or you're like a senior and getting talked to after that. And you're getting talked to in like in the OSHL or, or the null yeah. um, for like a couple different camps. And then you figure out if you're going to get drafted or not. There's not like that much, I don't know, in my experience anyway, there's not that much chatter in that junior year, unless you just have a breakout season or something. They kind yeah. of have either exactly. sophomore or senior. Exactly. You really gotta. You really have to tear it up. Like Mackenzie McCacken tore it up at Brother Ice, and he got some exposure. I think. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, I think he got drafted. Maybe it's. I forget how, what year it was. He was in high school, but he ripped it up for a few years at um, Brother Ice, and then he's had a great career since. So if you're a guy like that, then yeah, you can definitely get exposure. But um, high school hockey, it, it is it is kind of tough just because there's so much good AAA hockey in Michigan too. I think. I think that's why it makes it a little bit harder. For sure, for sure. So you you mentioned Wichita. So how mm-hmm. how was that playing? We played we played Wichita one time in the. Um, I was playing for Michigan Warriors. We played them in uh, uh, the in Blaine at the yeah the, the showcase. Yeah, so we never oh, went wow. to Wichita. I might, have, I might have played against you then. Was that um? What year was that? Do you remember? I, I so I was look. I, I want to say that one was probably. Uh, I I want to say that was probably thirteen fourteen. Okay, yeah, I would have been. I graduate. It would have been the year after. It would have been like fourteen fifteen season. Okay, we played there, and um, uh, I don't even remember who won that game. I just remember playing you guys. Yeah, no, I, I don't remember, but I just remember playing which because I wanted to go to your guys' rink because I, I heard always great things like like fans and, yeah. and just everything all over the board with uh, with Wichita. So I always wanted to go there and then found out we were playing you guys in the, in the tourney. So I was like, oh, that's a bummer, but so good our, time. How'd you like playing out there? I, I loved it actually just because, um, well, I was pretty nervous going down there. I, I mean, I've was not a lot of experience like, like that. I mean, I went to high school, half hour from my house. Um, didn't really, like I was never really away from home until then. So definitely kind of nervous going down there and me and my mom she drove with me and then she ended up just flying home uh once we did it but it was like a 24 hour drive so we made the drive and I was sick I had like strep throat so she had to drive the whole way and oh, she no. was just she was just yeah she was just freaking out leaving me she's like I can't leave you sick and it's her first time leaving her her oldest kid so she was nervous and I was like oh man this might be a a disaster and but luckily, I ended up having really good billets. Um, oh, that makes all the difference. Yeah, billet family makes a huge difference. Because <clears throat> I actually I ended up going to Fargo the next year, and like I, it was just um, not that, not that they were like bad people, but I just I didn't get along with my billet family as well. Like there was it was just kind of an uncomfortable living situation with everything. Yeah. So it made me appreciate my my first year a lot more. For and, sure. I, I told I told the guys before like my billet my first one that I had I had mm-hmm. to, uh, we got um, moved out and he's actually in jail right now so like he was a, he was a yeah no I swear to God we, what did he do what did he get like, it, it was it was bad it was like uh, uh, like child stuff <laughs> like, oh my god yeah yeah not not a good situation <laughs> not a great look did I I told you guys that Dustin yeah Tyler. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, so like they and and why I say like they make all the difference is that like you get in here, you're getting like you're pretty much for the first time you're moving away from your family, you're going to play hockey as a full time job, 
and you're at your billets a ton. They're making food, like you're doing all these different things. And this guy was just, I don't even know. We had like four people there. He was taking the money from the team that we were, uh, you know, the team was paying the bill yeah. and pretty much taking it, building a cabin out there. And, and like the police knew, I guess, what he was doing, but he got caught for supplying uh, alcohol to, to minors and then everything like blew up after that. Ooh, but anyway, it was, it was geez. crazy. <laughs> yeah. What a mess. Uh, see, I didn't, I didn't have to deal with anything like that. that that's kind of <laughs> Tom, Tommy's like, my, my story is not even nearly that bad. Just <laughs> yeah, shut no, up at that point. yeah, no, my balance, <laughs> mine was nothing like that. But, uh, no, that's, that's a good thing. It, like, it, it made me soggy cereal. That was the worst thing I got. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) like it can be, it can be bad. I just bring this one up. It was funny because I was going into, I was working at Piranis and like, we'll all know that being in in Michigan, right? But Mm -hmm. um, I was working at Piranis. This is probably like 2015. Like I was already, I'm pretty sure I was done playing hockey at that point. And um, I got a call from the police and I was playing up in Sault Ste. Marie. So that wasn't Michigan Warriors or anything like that, but Sault Ste. Marie. And they called, and this is, mind you, like three or four years after I moved out. Connor's like, um, what did I do? Well, he, <laughs> I know, seriously. And they were asking me all these different questions because I guess they've been working on this case and they had him for all these different things before, but they wanted to nail him for like what they've been thinking he was doing. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I got the call from them. I'm like, dude, I don't know. He didn't do anything to me. I have to go to work. Oh I have to go to work. <laughs> like, you, you didn't have, he, he, you didn't have he, any insider, insider information on him, though. No, yeah. I, no, exactly. I was like, I'm going to get called to the stand here if I say anything more. He he paid Connor for silence, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to avoid court. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to get put on the stand. I know. But, Connor's yeah, still I'm glad I didn't have to deal with a bill like that. But Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, I no, well, so – before we go uh, past, well, I guess Dustin Ty, do you have anything else? I wanted to poke oh, around it with y'all a little oh, bit more. Oh yeah, no, I, I, I wanted before we even uh, moved on into Fargo, I wanted to uh, mention a rookie party picture Ooh. that I found on on your Instagram, Tommy. <laughs> Was so, it? Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> it's it's the first picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, were you were you wearing uh, makeup? Yeah, they made us. Uh, they made us go full out for a rookie party. We had to dress up like girls. We had to put the full makeup on and everything. Which that was actually. I mean, this this sounds a little weird, right? But it was kind of a fun fun experience. For sure, <laughs> you're with all your buddies and you're all getting not not harassed. I don't want to say that. That's yeah, it's, it's hard. It's like it's like yeah. a good harassment. Yeah, know? exactly. It's just part of this is part of the culture. It's what you got to go through. Yeah, it ends up being a bonding experience. So. Um, and it's not like they're making us do anything crazy. We just had to stand on the side of the road. And like before dinner, a whole team goes to dinner. Before dinner, we had to get a certain amount of honks before we could go in. And <laughs> and we had to, yeah, we had to like take pictures. It was, it was a fun time. It was definitely a, I was, I was glad to get out of the makeup. And I don't know how girls do that on a, a consistent basis. I was, I remember that being just wildly uncomfortable. Did you have it? Did you have any cars stop and ask you how much? No, no, they were just they were just honking. Just they were having it go down and watching off. They were just they were just ripping us. <laughs> we, were, we were honking, screaming at us, but it was fun. And then you have to end up like paying for all the the vets' dinner. So all the guys, all the returners, you had to pay for their dinner, and um, it it wasn't a bad experience. But it, it ended up, like I said, it was kind of fun actually. <laughs> 
Yeah, this 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 outfit is is a ten out of ten. Yeah, that was, that was a tough look, but I just wanted to. My one of my buddies, Johnny Lazarus, he's in the picture with me. He, um, like I didn't have an Instagram at the time. I didn't have one in high school, and he, he's like, he just kept poking me. He's like, man, you got to put an Instagram up, and this has got to be your first picture. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'll just, I might as well start one. <laughs> So you, you better believe that once we tease your episode, we're we're gonna be we're gonna be showing that picture. Yeah, that's 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 fair. <laughs> that makes sense. Now we're talking about it. You have to get the people here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So so how was the rookie party? Yeah, it was good. That that was pretty much it. I mean, then you end up you go back and uh go, yeah, 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 you finish the party here at someone's house and it was a good time. We had um we didn't know, like, we didn't hang out with a lot of people outside of our team in Wichita Falls. It was, wasn't, like, a, a lot of young people there. I think there was one small college, but... It's um, not a happening city? Not, I wouldn't call it a happening city, but <laughs> we made the most of it as our um, with our teammates, and it ended up being a blast. But, um, yeah, that year was really fun. We had a great coach, too, and John LaFontaine. I don't know if you guys know who he is, but... Um, he, I think he's ended up um, coaching Cranbrook's team. Is he related to Pat Lafontaine? Yeah, that's his brother. Okay, makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so he, I think he's coaching Cranbrook High School team now, actually. But I'm not, I'm not positive about that. I think they used to run a um, a camp at Lakeland. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, uh-huh. I, I, I went to that camp. Him and his like, brother. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Yeah, they're. I mean, he knows what he's doing. He, we had a really good team there, and. Um, at first, like I got down there and first we were doing two days for like way too long. I, I thought oh, we were, he was going to, yeah, I, I was like, what am I doing? This is crazy. We're not even playing games. We're skating twice a day. I'm exhausted. And we were like, we're on the, they have this big hill. And one of the first days that we're there, we all had to run this hill. And, uh, I remember the year before they had to do it too. And the guys were telling us that one kid fell and he had all these like red ants, like crawling all over him. Oh. In the, no. in the dirt hill in Texas, yeah, and he just he just got attacked, and so everyone was like, "Don't fall down the hill, or you're gonna get oh you're gonna get eaten alive." Yeah, but <laughs> so we were just it, it was it was definitely hard at the beginning, but um, he ended up preparing us really well for uh, not only that season, but but for college, and he helped me develop a lot as a player. So I was grateful for that. For sure, so, I mean, the, all, the all season's a grind too. I mean, you gotta oh my you gotta, you gotta be in shape. <laughs> Yeah, not even just like going from there to the to the USHL. It made me appreciate like the traveling in the mm-hmm. USHL is just so much easier. Even though teams are pretty spread out, like you got teams in Iowa, Ohio, and everything. But in the in Texas, like when we drove that Minnesota tournament, it was it was a a day trip. Like we For were sure. yeah, we were sleeping on the floor. You got you got food, flying trash, and like like dip spit bottles rolling around. Like you're just there's there's just it's just the most uncomfortable drive ever mm-hmm. from, uh, to anywhere. Like even if in Texas we drive to we drive to Rio Grande on the border of Mexico, and that was that was nine hours from Wichita Falls, or maybe even more. I don't, I don't remember at this point, but nine yeah, that hours. Part, that part was a, that part was a grind. Yeah, you guys probably had one of the worst travel like schedules, I would imagine. Yeah, well, there was a few teams in Texas. Like I think our closest one was two and a half hours to Lone Star. Um, yeah, that which was yeah. I, I mean, it wasn't too bad, but 
everywhere else was yeah we're we're we were on that bus for a while. Mind you, you said the closest was two and a half hours. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that one that one at least isn't bad, like that specific one, but if that's the closest, yeah. that's a yeah. rough time. I mean, yeah. those other teams cool. have it pretty bad too, but they at least get to fly if it's, you know. If it's who, bad. Who's that? Who gets to fly? Just, like some of the Alaskan teams. Oh, you know? yeah. They, yeah. I think they only have Connor's like, tough drive. Yeah, we were, we were flying. We we did fly one time, and that was to – um uh. Oh my god, Wenatchee! We flew yeah. to Wenatchee. Yeah, we did too, which is a sweet barn, by the yeah. way. That, was, that, was, that barn was electric. They had the, the mascot on the uh, the four wheeler, the four wheeler zipping <laughs> around the ice before the was Pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a good crowd too, and better than That's any crowd. electric. Yeah, yeah, it was electric. <laughs> no, for sure. That yeah, that place was great. That's probably the, my favorite place playing there, and and also uh, we played at Fairbanks, but. I, there's a lot of different places. I mean, the, the USHL, as, as you can talk about, like the, pretty mm-hmm. much everywhere you go, you're probably going to get like decent crowds. But every once in a while, you get uh, you know a crazy crowd. Was there any any in the USHL that you were like, oh, I love playing here? I've heard a few, but I want to get your perspective. If- um, yeah, there was definitely some good crowds when I was uh, when I was in Fargo and we played those West teams. Um, I know that. Well, actually, honestly, Fargo had a good fan base. I didn't love playing there. I didn't love like my experience in Fargo, but like their their fan base was was pretty great. And then Omaha, they packed it. Yeah. Um, and I heard a lot of stories about like the year before they had this kid, Louis Rowe. They called him the sheriff, and <laughs> and he would just fight anybody. Like this kid was a monster. What a what a nickname. Yeah, the chair. and they, and in Omaha, like when it, whenever he was playing, they'd they'd pack it. They had a good team, and then a kid like that. You're that was, you're either a total douche or a total badass with it. No, like, yeah, I, think was, I think he was a badass. That's why I've never played against him, but that just stories about him. So they would pack it, and then I'm trying to think of who. Oh, Sioux Falls. Sioux Falls was a huge barn. They like that. I don't even know. They must put millions of dollars in this place, but yeah. It was massive, and they they would pack their barn. I, I didn't play there a ton because I got traded to Youngstown pretty quick. But um, that place was that place was packed. And it was yeah, a I, barn. I, I heard those are you mentioned like the only other one that you didn't mention that I've heard, and I haven't been there, but uh, at Green Bay, I heard that. Oh yeah, their rink is unreal. Yeah, Green Bay was really cool, and like where you come out for the the visitors locker room, like you walk down that hall. And, that entrance onto the ice, they have like not their beer cave, I forget what they call it, but their beer, I don't know, with all these fans. It's like a little section. It's probably like like five dollar Bud Light pitchers for the night. I don't know what, what they do, but they have all these, so, these beer giveaways. Like whenever we would play there. It, and so those people would get rowdy and they're just chirping like right over the, the railing as you're getting on the ice. Liquid yeah, the, courage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so that would be fun to to play there, just because the fans would get pretty rowdy and get into it, for sure. Hey, Tommy. So, are are the rings that you play in are they strictly for like USHL or are they like an AHL or what, like why are they so nice? Just out of curiosity. Um. Yeah, like Sioux Falls. That that was the nice one. That was like that was a USHL rink. I don't I don't think there's any AHL or even East Coast teams there, but. I think most of these rinks are AHL rinks. Like even, I mean, sorry, are USHL rinks. But even like Youngstown, that was the Cavelli Center where our rink, where we played our home games. That 
like they had concerts there and everything, but that was our rink. Like we had our own sweet locker room, our own setup, and and it, it is kind of crazy. You wonder how they they fund something like that. Like we we didn't pack Youngstown. That was never packed. So when you say packed, like how many fans are you thinking? Like thousands, two um, thousand? Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't want to get the numbers wrong. We could. It's okay. Look this up after, but I, I think it's I think in at the Cavelli Center in Youngstown. It was seven thousand capacity, and we probably had like one or two thousand a night. Oh wow! So it was it like it just looked even more empty. Like it was just too big of an arena for our fan base. Like we we just did not have that that many fans. We had definitely had some diehard fans, but not not the amount of fans that some of these other teams had. Did it look like the Florida Panthers? Like over the last couple of years at the BBT yeah. Center, yeah, it just looked empty. It just looked. <laughs> I mean, you mean the Detroit Red Wings at LCA? Yeah. yeah. Well, they, I mean, even that doesn't like we all we've all have seen it, but I mean, it still doesn't look as bad as the BB&T Center uh, in Sunrise, Florida. The Panthers just, no matter how good they are, they just can't they can't fill the seats. Yeah, they've had a good they've had a good team, and they, yeah, they just don't pack it. They yeah. just need to have not not the Panthers, obviously, but in some of these junior towns and stuff. Like you're talking about these beer deals and stuff, and that's exactly right. Like you have these guys at dollar five dollar pictures or five dollar pictures or something. You guys in the, like the middle of nowhere getting absolutely hammered. It's the best place to be if you're in like a like a three thousand seat somewhere around there or yeah. like three to three thousand, and they just get packed with rowdy fans. Like I'd much rather be playing there, getting like shit thrown on me yeah <laughs> you're yeah it was fun to play those games it was a blast like yeah dollar beer night five dollar pitcher night like, people i mean that's a, a great way to promote the game is selling selling booze to fans and places like that that's what they want to do Watch some <laughs> hockey and just get drunk so I, I feel like that's the cool thing about hockey is you know you got 16 to 21 year olds playing hockey and you're drinking beer in the stands yeah, yeah they're, even, they're shit talking you and like they paid to watch you go play they're wearing your jersey but then they tell you you suck yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes it that makes it more fun it does kind of think <laughs> we i've talked about those this with my teammates this year how it's just weird playing in front of like nobody. Like you, you're still playing hockey. Like you practice in front of nobody, so you're used to it in that standpoint. But like playing in front in front of fans is just such a blast. Like it, it makes it a lot more fun. Like especially home games here at at Monterey and East Lansing. Those are when it's packed and we're playing Michigan or oh, yeah. really anyone in the Big Ten. Then it's just it's just so much fun. So having Having no fans for a season makes you appreciate having the fans. Yeah, especially oh, when you sure. like, you know, you, you're used to playing for, you know, how many years. Even going back to high school, you get some fans going there, and yeah. the different showcases and everything. Like really playing in front of no fans right now, and again, I haven't. I'm not playing, so but mm-hmm. it's got to feel like you're back in like playing travel hockey or something when your parents yeah. are driving you to. Yeah, game. that's what we were talking about. We were like, this is we haven't had no fans since we were we were little, since we were yeah. younger. So, well, I feel like even then you saw the parents in the stands, right? Because they had to stay and they didn't want to yeah. leave. So, yeah. So at least, yeah. So you had a, yeah, you hear your dad like ripping you a new asshole. And oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Or the crazy mom with the cowbell that won't shut the fuck up. Yeah, the hockey hockey parents are crazy. So <laughs> that is, they're a whole different breed. Exactly. Yeah. So I I wanted to ask you in, in juniors, um, you know, I I feel like a lot of people, you know, going from high school hockey where there's no fighting to to juniors where there is fighting. 
were you excited about that or was it kind of something that you didn't want that to be a part of your game so you stayed away from it? No, I definitely, I mean, when I got to juniors, they started making these rules where, like, you could only, if you fought, you'd only, or well, first of all, you had limited on your fights for the year, or then you started getting really? suspended. Yeah, in the USHL at least. Um, I only had one Week. fight in the, in, when I was in the NAL my first year, and then after that, I, I had a few in the USHL. I think I had, like, five in the USHL, but... Yeah, they limited your fights, and then you'd have a 15-minute penalty, so you sat out the whole period, so guys didn't want to be like You got a 5 and 10? Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah, so that kind of stunk, but um, it was cool. Like, my first fight, I got this, this guy just beat the wheels off me. He, I think I think we saw the video of it. Did you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my first night in the mall. <laughs> this guy, his name is Ben Jentz, and... The like, announcer was like, "I think this is this might be a mismatch." Yeah, <laughs> it was huge, and I was just I wasn't even going in there like expecting to fight the guy, but my buddy, um, he attacked you. He yeah, because he was going after my he. Our, their season was like ending; it was over, and he was a ninety four, so it was like his age out season. And oh yeah, he, he was just trying to. Fight. Like, I'm I'm going to kill this kid. Yeah, this, like, this is the last time I have skates on playing competitive hockey. I will go out with a thing. Yeah, yeah. he wanted to murder somebody. And it was just awesome that I was the guy that he wanted to murder. So that was great. <laughs> but, but yeah, I just got in there. I was just trying to like get him off of my, my teammate. And he ended up just shedding his gloves and just, just demolished me. Cool. Well, if he's an age out in the null too, you know he's probably dropped him once or twice against some like probably yeah. some other guy. Yeah, that's it's, a, it's a safe bet. <laughs> yeah, this guy has like YouTube fights that he he would post. Like he he would fight all the time, and yeah, I was just he's still showing those highlights to to people at the bar. I personally yeah, call him the sheriff. He probably does. I started swinging <laughs> back, and I didn't even like at the time. I knew he, this guy beat me up, obviously, but. I was like, oh, I think I got a couple in. Like, my adrenaline was going. And then the next, like, when the adrenaline wore off, my face was just yeah. <laughs> me. I had a massive headache. I was like, oh, my God, I did not win that fight. I just, I have a yeah, terrible no, I yeah, I'm leaking blood. It was just, it was not a great scenario. Oh, it, was good to get, it was good to get one in under your belt. Oh, yeah, that's the that's the hardest one. You're like, all right, don't get one punch. If I can just not get one punch, then it's it's pretty much a fair fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was that ended up being uh, not not a great first fight, but at least, yeah, at least I didn't get knocked out. That would have been a bummer. It's all it's all about getting the first one out, out of the way. And then, like, mm-hmm. the nerves kind of go after that, right? So <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. At least you picked a big guy up, up first because you don't want to go against a smaller guy or guy that you yeah. absolutely beat up on and then you feel confident and then you get rocked. Yeah, that would have been a lose-lose situation. Or you have the one guy you think you're going to kick their ass, the tiny guy, and he just yeah. one-punches you. Yeah, that's, I'm glad that didn't happen. That actually would have been worse. Yeah, right? There's a lot of lose-lose situations, actually. <laughs> yeah. Now that we talk about it. Yeah. Now that you talk about fighting and getting your, getting knocked out, there's, there's some lose-lose situations. Going – so – I was actually curious. So going to from Wenatchee, going to the USHL, uh, Wenatchee, Wichita, going to the USHL, did you have to go through any, like, were you still a rookie in their eyes or how did that work? Yeah, yeah, I was actually. I I think that depends on what team you're playing for. Yeah. But 
Because I've heard mixed things too, so I was curious in how that worked for you. Yeah, when I went to uh, Fargo, because I went there uh, from Wichita Falls, yeah, we they made us all, all the guys who came out of the Nall, they made all of us do rookie party again, and we were considered rookies till like halfway through the season. I got traded before that, but yeah, that that stunk, honestly, having to do rookie party again. Exactly, yeah. That's it was fun the first time, and you know you're a rookie, but then after that, it's like, all right, man, I already did this. Yeah, yeah, hopefully really they treated you a little bit because we had some guys that did pr- something similar, and it's like if you play enough games in like a like some junior A league, hopefully they treated you a little bit different than some guys playing juniors for the first time. But yeah, you know, punched you your rookie card. Yeah, no, that that was a bummer doing that again for sure. But I mean, we understood too. Like it was a it was a jump going to that league for sure. Well, I think that was just what those guys were showing us, so it made sense. Um, Honestly, and I think like we did that in Youngstown too. Like that's just how it was, just numbers wise. I think that's a thing too. Like you have to have a certain amount of rookies. So, and uh, it was fine. It was just like, damn, we gotta do this again. Yeah, that's how you get more money in court. You have more rookies, money. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And then that's how you gotta pay for the rookie dinner. It it was fine. It it ended up being fun, but um, the first rookie party was definitely definitely more enjoyable. Oh, for sure. Now, I, I wanted to, to jump ahead a little bit and, and talk about Michigan State. Obviously, you're, you're from Winfield Hills. You must have grown up watching Michigan and Michigan State, um, yeah. with, with hockey at least. And then, um, I mean, how cool was it, first of all, that, that you were able to, to go and, and play hockey there? I imagine that's a dream. And, and two, how, how did that happen? I mean, were there other schools involved? I mean, what mm-hmm. how um, did that happen? Well, yeah, well, first of all, Definitely. I mean, honestly, exactly what you said. It was literally a dream come true playing here. My my dad went here. All his siblings went here. And he literally, I mean, he brainwashed me and my siblings. Like, we, <laughs> they always tell this story that um, my cousin, my oldest cousin, Jessica, we were young. Um, when this happened, I was probably in, like, elementary school. And my oldest cousin got into Michigan and she announced that like a family party that she was going to Michigan. And I was like, went to my parents and I was like, did she not get into Michigan state? Like, why, why is she going there? Like, he would, he had us brainwashed. Yeah. That, yeah. I think she got in. Yeah. Like, she, probably, she probably got in. <laughs> I'm looking back on it, but um, yeah, I just was grew up just diehard uh, Michigan state fan, which was awesome. Like we would watch all the football games all the basketball games and, and the hockey games that were on TV too. But um, it was a dream. You the GLI, speaking of watching hockey, so I cut you off. But like, yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah, definitely went to the GLI a few times, which is always like a, a, like a blast of a family event. Like it's – or even with your buddies going to that. so fun. So playing in that has been incredible. It's a bummer we're not going to have it this year. But, um, yeah, that's – just such a blast playing in the GLI and growing up, it was so fun watching it. Like I remember I was in high school. I wasn't that young at this time, but watching that at Comerica park, that was pretty cool. Um, that one was awesome to go to. That one was really cool. Cold uh, as shit. Yeah. Awesome to go to. <laughs> yeah. It's so fun. I wish they, I was hoping they were going to do that again, at least in these four years, but obviously not this year. Yeah. <laughs> But that was that was really cool. It would have been that would have been sweet to play in an outdoor game, especially an event like that where everyone's coming um, to to see you play. Absolutely. 
Well, I, I wanted to get into the rivalries too, because I mean, for for one, being being a kid from from Michigan, obviously, you had you said your family went to Michigan State. My family did as well. So every mm-hmm. time that that those two colleges are on TV, you're glued. You're glued to it. Oh, you yeah. can't move. And so I imagine that that feeling is just amplified tenfold when you're yeah. actually playing in that. So talk yeah. about playing against uh, against U of M either at Mud or at Yost. I mean, both both places are a blast to play at just because it is fun playing at Yost. I mean, I hate that rink. It smells bad. Like, it's just a horrible – I hate that rink. But I love playing in it because we're playing Michigan. Um, and it's so much fun. It does. Like, the, there's student sections right by – our bench and you can just hear them yapping all game. And um, just like the atmosphere is so fun at either place. Like we, Mon is packed when we play them and we beat up on them a couple of times here. They, they've beaten us too, but um, just beating them at Mon Ice Arena might be the best, best feeling in the world. But, at your own um, barn. Absolutely. Yeah, at our own barn, like with our fans there. But like the second best feeling is, is beating them at Yoast. So. Both <laughs> are are pretty are pretty awesome feelings and just just such a fun experience. So, and I'm so lucky that I've gotten to play in um, a handful of games at each place. So, um, how many times have you won against them? Uh, I don't know a record. I mean, last year we beat them the first two games, and then they won four in a row. So that was oh, that was tough. Ouch. But yeah, so they had our you number. We'll cut that team. part out. We'll cut that part out. Yeah, cut. Don't don't put, don't put that part. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, they ended up having our number last year, which is, which is a bummer. Cause we got off to a hot start against them, but, um, we don't even have a game scheduled against them this year yet. Like our second half schedule hasn't come out. So I don't, I don't know when we'll be playing them, but even without fans there, it's going to be, it's going to be a battle. It's going to be still a rivalry and, um, yeah. going to be really physical and yeah, there's, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a fun series. Well, Tommy, I was going to ask, so I, I mean, our, our, games being canceled and postponed due to COVID, kind of like how the football season is? Yeah, our games last week got canceled. We were supposed to play Wisconsin. And, like, we had a a quick turnaround. We were supposed to have six games in 12 days, which is kind of a lot, um, just compared to, like, our usual schedule with, like, we're just playing every weekend. Right. We have time to recover. And, like, especially after back-to-back nights, your legs, like, on Sunday after the Saturday game, your legs are just – toast and you feel like you can't even get up sometimes because you're just so dead so um yeah like the second half of our season is going to be a, a lot like that there's going to be games during the week which which i'm excited about it'll be fun but yeah so our games against wisconsin this last week got canceled because one kid they were already here wisconsin was already here ready to play and then a day or two before our game this kid tested positive and was it cole caulfield and no, I think he's at World J- he's at World Juniors right now. Oh, is he? Yeah, so he wasn't he wouldn't even have played him and uh and Holloway. But um yeah, they had one kid test positive and their doctor wanted to just shut the whole thing down instead of just trying to play even though it's only one kid. But um that stuff's gonna happen. I, I get there looking out for our yeah. safety, but it, it stinks. Just get oh, yeah. games canceled. You're all psyched yeah. up. You, know, and, well, you, you just you just want to play, obviously. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, just the the un the un uh, like just being unsure about whether you're gonna play. Like even this weekend, we're going to Notre Dame. We leave Friday, 
but we could get there and then it could get shut down, which is uh, kind of the uncertainty. Just, of it. It's a bummer. I, I, I hope if you guys play them, just please just, just beat them. I hate, <laughs> I hate everything about Notre Dame. I know that's another They're fun stupid. place to play. Yeah. They're stupid gold helmets and, and just, uh, yeah, that was, that was, um, I think it was a fresh, yeah, it must have been my freshman year. We played them at Notre Dame and they had their senior night and they were stacked. They were a stacked team. Like they're, they're much better than us that year. Well, they have a they're brand like, new arena too, right? Yeah, they, yeah, their arena's uh, updated. Like they updated a lot of it. They, it. It's sweet. Like it's got an old feel to it, but um, yeah, it is nice. Like it, it is a new, um, I don't know how much they, they changed with it, but it's definitely like they updated it. And it was packed that night, and we beat them on their senior night, and that was sweet. They were wearing their gold helmets and everything. And oh, losers. Yeah, yeah. yeah the they're golden fun. domers. Mm-hmm. I hate they're, them. Yeah, they're a fun team to, to play, too. Oh, so, man. So hopefully we get to play this weekend, but you, you just never know. Yeah. Wait, were yeah. you um, – so, I forget what, I don't know what year. I don't have uh, your years up in front of me, and I forget when. Is it 96? Well, I know, but like at it, it gets all messed up because of because of juniors, right? But like when you got to Michigan State, and I don't know when that head coaching transition was. So yeah, so I actually was recruited by um, Anastas and his staff, but then I came in. I ended up coming in the year that Dan came in, so that was the transition with their staff it was Dan Cole and Joe Exer and Chris and Coach Longo. They came in with our freshman class, so. This is their fourth year and our fourth year, and um, so yeah, I didn't have that old staff, the uh, NASA staff, but they're the ones that recruited me. Yeah, okay, because I knew it was right around that time, and I didn't know if you already had a season under your belt with mm-hmm. them or not. But um, talking to some of the guys that you were able to play with, did they have any insight on on different styles? And you know, obviously, don't you don't have to go into details or anything like that. But are they pretty yeah. happy with with Danton here instead of uh, NASA, or is it completely different styles where it's not really comparable? I think I think that um, no, from just from what I've heard that yeah, it's totally different styles. Just, um, just like the practices themselves, and uh, Danton's like a very he's just a very intense coach. But and I know some guys like that, like just in general. Not I don't mean guys here, but some guys like have an intense coach. Some guys like laid back. I like I like both really. It's I think just playing so many different teams. I've had experiences with different coaches and I think uh Danton like really has I, I again like I wasn't here before so I don't know the culture beforehand but he's really like got the culture going in the right direction and um he's got his finger on the pulse of the team which is always good you want that yeah exactly like and uh just like our practices are intense and our workouts even and he's I think he's got it going on the right path for sure oh counter with the 10 out of a 10 out of 10 analogy right there finger yeah. on the yeah it's like you, know, you gotta, gotta have a coach that has a finger on the pulse you know and that and that you well you kind of said it right he's like all right if this guy is super intense you don't need a guy like like that all the time and then they can't read their team and then you have a few guys that just don't respond to that so yeah you know, he'll, he'll be laid back sometimes too but yeah it's like overall like yeah you gotta be on your toes and practice can't be you gotta be you gotta be locked in or, or you're gonna hear it <laughs> for sure yeah now tommy you you were able to reach kind of the apex of of like 
a kid, a kid's dream at growing up in Michigan, where mm-hmm. you got to go to Michigan State, playing against uh, against Michigan and beating them, and not only playing for Michigan State, but also being the captain. So, how did you find out that you were going to wear the C, and what was your reaction like? Um. So yeah. So last year, uh, as a junior, we had two. I was a captain alongside Sam Saliba, and he was the captain the year before. So it was cool, like learning a lot of stuff from him. And um, well, our coaches pulled me aside and and told me first uh, that I'm I'm gonna be wearing one with him last year, and now this year, me and Tommy Miller are both the C's. And uh, but it's more than just me and him leading this team. We actually have our class. We have eight guys in our class. So we have a lot of, of senior leadership of older leadership and, Whoa. and yeah, so we have a lot, guy, a lot of guys in our, in our class that have been along um, the ride through these last four years with, with Danton and, um, and with each other. So it's been, it's been easy to, to I guess say lead this team just because um, everyone, everyone like pulls their own weight. There's not a lot of guys that, you got to keep in check and, um, and like get on and and make sure they're doing the right thing because everyone's coming to practice, working hard, looking to get better. So that makes it that makes it easy for me, but it definitely is an honor to wear the C here, especially at a school I I dreamed about playing for or playing at for literally my my whole childhood. So, um, like to say, yeah, it's an honor is a, is an understatement, and I realize how lucky I am. So it's been, it's been pretty cool. Now, how how is it done at that level? Is it the coaching staff that gets together? Is it do they consult with some of the team? How does that work? No, yeah, we had uh, well at Michigan State. I don't know how other teams do it, but here we do a team vote. So like it's a private vote. You don't you're not like sitting around the room like raising your hand voting. You just write on a piece of paper the oh. the the guys that um that you want to elect, and we we do that for not just for the captains but for the assistants too. So, so you were, um, you were, you were campaigning around. Yeah. Yeah. I was paying guys <laughs> off before <laughs> just, to, just to try to get a letter. APAP 2019, APAP 2020. Let's yeah, go. They, right. Been Tommy doing, for captain. Yeah, exactly. Campaign buttons. <laughs> yeah, telling guys, telling guys I'm, I'm buying some food, buying them. My Chipotle burrito, if they if they vote for me, that's all it takes in college. Oh, they, they should oh, yeah. have the cap. They should have a captain debate, kind of like how they have the presidential debate. I don't think I. I don't think I'd win that. So I'd rather not. <laughs> or just locker box. Yeah, that's a that is. I I would rather do that. I'd rather do that than a debate. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's. Well, I, I, I had I had one last question, um, just to wrap things up. But so you're at. Michigan State now, and I don't want to. I don't want to jump ahead. But what's the uh, what's the future looking like? Are you are you thinking about? Uh, or you can totally say TBD or whatever. But are you thinking about playing after in the in the coast or the A or anything like that? Yeah, I would. I mean, I would love to play, keep playing hockey after this. I mean, um, I don't know whether like if I could play in the A. Obviously, I would love to do that. But that might be uh, maybe a bit of a stretch just because. Um, there's so many good players out there and uh it would be kind of it would be tough to make it in there but i would love to do that but if not yeah the coast or maybe even try i would love to go to europe just to I see what like. <laughs> yeah what's that 
I was just going to ask that too. If like, you know, obviously the coast is there in the A, but like if, if you were, cause some people just don't want to go overseas and play, but I was going to ask to see if you wanted to do that. No, I, I think that would be a really cool experience and I'm not really ready to hang them up yet. And I know sometimes you got to when you're not ready, but um, I just love hockey. So I think it would be, I think it would be kind of a bummer to hang them up right now. Just when I'm loving the game so much, I'm so young. So I would like to try to find a place to play next year for sure. Um, but if not, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what exactly I would do if I had to hang them up. Like I'm gonna have a degree from Michigan State, which is great. But um, I definitely, I definitely would like to try to keep playing. I'll tell you what happens when you hang them up. You start, uh, you, you get in touch with two of your buddies and start a podcast. Like, yeah. <laughs> not a bad gig. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that is that is really cool that you guys are doing this. It's a great podcast, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would just be so out of shape. I would, I don't even know what I'd do with my life if I if I hung them up right now. So I'm yeah. definitely going to try to play play yeah. somewhere if I can. That's a that's a smart way to go, and especially during COVID and everything. If you get an opportunity to play, like go mm-hmm. out and play and, and play in front of some fans in the future, so you don't have to yeah. hang them up now during. Yeah, every- that's true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, hanging them up with. No um, fans. Yeah, I might might have played my last game in front of fans. It would be that would be a bummer. So your final salute to nobody. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that our senior night. We're gonna be like everyone <laughs> skates around the ice thanking the fans. But we're just gonna be <laughs> with no one in the building, just yeah. waving. <laughs> yeah, just waving to nobody. Oh man. Well, hey, I I don't have anything else, but I really appreciate you coming on. This has been great. I love talking about Michigan State hockey and a, mm-hmm. a lot of guys that uh that played there. Everybody has great things to say, and obviously loved. I I graduated from Michigan State, so I always like going to the games. So yeah, appreciate that, you coming on. I I appreciate you guys having me. That was a blast. It was fun talking talking yeah. hockey. Yeah, and, awesome. and also good luck in the rest of the season, Captain. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hopefully, please, uh, please hopefully keep us. Updated on uh, on Notre Dame. Um, obviously, we're we're gonna be trying to watch it and whatnot. But uh, keep us updated, and um, you know, I, anytime that anyone plays Notre Dame, I always hope that uh, they just beat the shit really out. Of not like Notre Dame. Yeah, you're talking about Notre Dame fan. If, if there is anything that you could take away from this, Tommy, mm-hmm. I hate Notre Dame. <laughs> I'm, I'm aware of that now. I I, I do too. So we're on we're in the same boat with Alan. Yeah. Man, well, we've, we've almost taken an hour of your time, and uh, and I know that we talked about getting a break the from the finals and studying and everything like that. So I feel yeah. bad. But I'm, I'm hoping that this was a I was like, no, hour, we can stay. <laughs> yeah, an hour worthwhile for you, so you don't have to go bury yourself in books. Yeah, I, that was definitely a good excuse for me to for me to get out of studying for a while. I'll also, I'm gonna talk to Jack over Christmas too, and I'll let you know. Oh, for sure. He remembers the Orchard Lake days. Oh yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Sounds good, man. Well, good luck. Hey, Tom. Hey, Tom. Real quick, uh, where can everybody find you? Like on Instagram? Oh, I actually don't. Let me check my Twitter. I think it's just Tommy Apam. I don't think I, I have anything crazy. And I'm the same. I'm the same way. If someone yeah. asks, how I, I forget. <laughs> yeah, it's just Tommy Apap. Perfect. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Anything else, boys? Nope. That's it. Nope. All right, man. Take it easy. Yeah. Thanks See for you. having me. Appreciate it. You done goofed. Tommy, it was a pleasure having you on, boys. As usual, I'm going to ask you what you think. So, Connor. Ooh, he went to me first, or is Tyler want to go? 
Well, he's saving the best for last. That's why. Oh, perfect. So I guess he's going yeah, to me. Me, Tyler. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was it was great. I always enjoy uh, talking hockey with people that played. Well, first of all, like the same juniors as I played for at least a year, so I can ask some stories about different teams they played against, best rinks, things like that. So I'm a, I'm a huge fan of that. And then obviously playing in the USHL and kind of talk, talking about similar stuff here in rookie parties, how they pick their school, all these different things. That's, it's fun. That's why I like having these guys on and to have, and he's a captain right now. So it's not like, uh, you know, he's no big deal. I mean, being a captain in division one hockey is a huge deal and a huge accomplishment. So it's pretty cool having him on. Yeah. And, um, well, I, (laughs) I love talking about his his first fight. He even brought up. He's like, boys, I got absolutely just just dropped. I like, and, I, uh, I like how he like was going to bring it up. And I think it was it you that was like, yeah, we watched it on video. Like yeah. we already saw it. <laughs> no need to explain. <laughs> he's, but yeah, he, the guy was an animal. He's like, oh great, there's a video. Um, <laughs> but but uh, I I think other than that, I think my favorite part about the interview. Obviously, I grew up. Uh, my mom went to state, my brother went to state, my, my wife went to Michigan state. And so when, when he talks about the rivalry of Michigan, you know, I, I love that he's, he's such a classy dude and like, he didn't want to say anything bad about, about Michigan, but he's like, yeah, dude, Yosa's a dump. It stinks in there. <laughs> I also I was, I was I like, perfect. <laughs> I, I like how I learned a little bit about you, Tyler, too. I mean, Notre Dame, I, I will, yeah. I will not bring oh. it up. <laughs> yeah, I did not know you hated Notre Dame that badly. Fucking golden domers. <laughs> hey, hold up. My my favorite part about Tommy though was the f- I, I didn't know that UCHL or like junior ranks were that nice. USHL. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. USHL. yeah, yeah. Yeah, like like it's just crazy to me that like because you know you go to I've, I've seen I've been to a bunch of rinks right and some of them are nice, some of them aren't so nice. But then like some of them are like those rinks look like freaking professional rinks. But I guess yeah, so. So Dustin, the thing on most of these junior places and. Like I played in places that are still not in the middle of nowhere, but when you look at overall, whether it's in the NHL, the USHL, BCHL, a lot of these rinks are, and I won't go into major junior because they have more money, but a lot of these rinks in like your top, you know, junior A league in the US and Canada, they are in the middle of nowhere and they don't have a professional team. I mean, look at how many teams are in Iowa in the USHL. Yeah, exactly. So it's like they just have money over there. People want to do something. They want to get shit faced at a sporting event. They don't really that have anything pro, else to do. That's their pro team, pretty much. Yeah. So you get you get a bunch of you get a couple thousand people go out there and it's it's a blast. But yeah, and so what I was gonna say off that, so it's in the middle of nowhere. And then they also I think Tommy even mentioned this too, is that they have a lot of like concerts and and random different like R V shows. They take the ice out and they put RVs uh in yeah, both right. shows. It's a multi event center. Yeah, yeah. Specifically for hockey, but they have a ton of other stuff and that's how they make money. But yeah, the yeah. rings are super nice. Yeah, they, they, they gotta keep uh keep cash rolling in year round and hockey's not gonna do that. Where where I play so in Flint, instead of having I think they had an R V show there too, but instead of having like cool things there like concerts and whatever, we, we our ice would get taken out and they'd have like the Michigan knife show, like hunting knives and stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, sweet. <laughs> our, our ice is just gonna be shit now because we, we had to have it. Better than a livestock show. show. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, some cow pies. A wild oh, we missed that. dinner. <laughs> right. Jeez. I can think of multiple things that could be a lot worse. Yeah, I oh, guess yeah. so. Yeah. But, I kind of like the mail right now because 
<clears throat> I don't know about you guys. I did get my underwear from Vora. Ooh. Um, but uh, mail's a little slow. Did you guys get yours yet? Mine. So I, I was just checking actually before we before we hopped on. So I was supposed to be getting mine. Uh, what's today? By the it, like the twenty third, I want to say. So I I am. Uh, it's been taking a little bit because the mail actually a different gift through Amazon didn't even show up. So now I won't even be getting it. But I am super. I am looking forward to the underwear more than it, it's weird that I'm this excited for underwear to come in but right weird? now. But right now, as I speak, I'm pulling the underwear down my leg because it keeps riding up. And, and the big thing about Vora is it doesn't do that. And Dustin, I think yes. you, you have yours come in, right? You, you already yeah. have yours come in. Yeah. So I can, I can attest to that. The legs do not ride up and they're super comfortable. They're not like that, that cottony feel. It's almost like, um, kind of like a, more of like a sports, like wicking type material. Yeah. 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 And I like the waistband. The waistband's nice. Um, it's got like a nice little, nice little elegant touch to it. Doesn't look like your cheap pair of Hanes. Yeah, I, I, you guys can't see me right now, but I'm literally just in nothing but four underwear. Oh, yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Colin would like that picture, so you should send it to him. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. You can use that for promotional videos. He but uh, I don't want to get him hooked, though. <laughs> right, that's, that's fair. But if anyone's looking for their own pair of Vora underwear, Vora.style. Uh, they have a couple different sizes, only one color right now, but you can order in one, two, or three packs. Um, get those sent to your door. Good gifts, a uh, little late holiday gifts, but uh, still excellent for boyfriends, brothers, dads, uncles, you know. Anybody. Anyone. Uh, yep. I got, a, I got a quick story on that, too. So when I was when I was buying mine, I, I messaged him saying, uh, you know, my waist is a 32. Is that like... I noticed that that's kind of on the brink of a medium or large. What, what should I go for? And, um, he's like, well, if, uh, if, if you are either like, what do you say? He said, if you're, if you have big quads, you definitely want to go large. Or if you're looking to get bigger quads and go large. And, uh, I put an order in for, for, uh, mediums, even though I told him that I wanted a large <laughs> and he messaged me back right away and goes, Hey, so I noticed that you ordered a medium do you want large? I'm like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. This has been very confusing, but yes, <laughs> I do want a large. He's like, all right, I'll change it up for you. Man, the service. Great customer service. Yeah. Yeah. yeah unbelievable. A man, a man of the people. Yep. Yep. No, Love I, it. yeah. Hopefully uh, people get in there and order a pair. So I'm, I'm, yeah, gonna I'm not going to spoil it, but uh, there was a little something personalized in the box. Ooh. So I, we'll see. We'll see if you boys get it too. It might've been just because he liked me. He told me. He told me you guys were dead to him. So we'll see. Uh, all right. Well, that's fine. <laughs> anyway, back to hockey. We had uh, right. one final, one final piece of news that we wanted to talk about before we dip. Yeah. Yes, sir. So, uh, per Elliot Friedman, boys, this uh, I believe that this news dropped yesterday, um, and it says playoffs will be the top four teams in each division, meaning each division produces a champion for the Stanley cup semifinal. So in other words, they're getting rid of the wild card. Yeah. Which is, I don't hate it. I, no, I, I, I think it's great. Um, because, you know, people used to bitch all the time about how, uh, as soon as they changed over to the wild card thing, what was that in 2014 guys, 2015, I, I don't remember when they started doing it. Maybe it was earlier than that, but um, people were complaining about how there would be like one division that was stacked and then one crummy division. And then, 
you have to have like a re- like a representative from each one in there, and it it was just skewed. Like and the all star team, pretty much. Yeah. So it's just uh, it, it it's going to be nice nice to see a change, and um, man, I'm just looking forward to seeing some damn hockey back. I am too. I, w- one more thing though. Um, Henrik Lundqvist won't be playing next season due to a heart condition. So yeah, hopefully everything goes well with him. Uh, sucks to not see him play. Uh, I know the Caps were excited to have him. So hopefully, hopefully everything goes well for him. And I'm I'm assuming it's probably retirement, right, boys? Yeah. I yeah, yeah I yeah he's he's definitely going to be he, he well that was his announcement right saying that he I think can't so. play any he can't play anymore. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so who knows? Dustin, your boy Jimbo might get a call. He might get your a, boy. a backup job. So. He literally have his jersey on right now with no. four underwear. Yeah. No, the only time I would have his jersey is if it was uh, to kindle my fire. Ooh. So, sorry, that was hard. Anything else? It was a little harsh. Anything else, boys? Nope. 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 All right. Get happy the fuck out of here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Peace. Let's get the fuck out of here.